Hey everybody, I know, I know it's been a while, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll make it up to you, but before we start everything, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Jiu Jitsu Radio sponsors, Choke Aloha, for being so supportive, even during my big break in the last couple of weeks, I'll let you guys know what happened, but if you guys go to chokealoha.com and use the promo code Jiu Jitsu Radio, you'll get 10% off some sick gear apparel uh they got a cool new hoodie uh i'm waiting for some new stuff to come in from chocaloha but don't wait up because stuff actually sells out pretty quick uh on the website and they don't often uh put out or reissue some of the apparel so don't wait hurry up and go get it buy yourself a little christmas present use the promo code jujitsu radio also i want to give a big shout out to another sponsor, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Company. Use the promo code JJRadio. You'll get 10% off some cool soaps so you can smell sexy when you train and after you train. They also have some uh, liquid soap out now. I actually just put in order for a cool hat with a leather patch on there that says Jiu-Jitsu Soap Company. You guys should check it out because it's actually pretty cool. They do have some cool shirts as well, but the soap is fucking amazing. Uh, I've pretty much been using it uh, ever since I found it. I haven't bought any other type of soaps as far as uh, my sexy body soaps. Shampoo is a different thing. We got to get some jujitsu soap uh, shampoo. That'd actually be kind of cool, but we'll see. Either way, go to the jujitsu soap company website and use the promo code JJRadio. That's the letters JJ. Radio. Get 10% off on your order. Get it now. I don't know if you'll get it in time for Thanksgiving if you order it now, but you'll definitely get it in time for Christmas. Get your order in now for you or for anyone in your family who's into grappling sports or any other kind of sport. Honestly, it's actually pretty good. It feels amazing on my skin. And uh, I kind of feel like I want to take another shower just because I got new bars of soap that I'm waiting on. Uh, I got a cool mango one coming. Can't wait for that. I do love me some mango. And I also want to give a big shout out to our other sponsors, Exo Audio. Go to exoaudio.net. That's E X O Audio.net. Use the promo code JJR10 and get 10% off some awesome audio gear, including some in ear buds that I have been using nonstop. Uh, Anytime I go to the beach to run, or I've been running a lot more lately, awesome. Uh, it doesn't completely negate like the sound, so you know you're not gonna get run over, but it covers up the sound so well of uh, external sound, and you'll still be able to hear outside noises in case of an emergency. But the audio quality is awesome. It's all wireless, Bluetooth. Just stick them in your ear, hold down the buttons, and it'll automatically connect to your phone can't get any better than that and the little case that it comes in is the charger for it makes it so convenient it's super sexy actually and then even if you have an old pair of beats audio that you love but they're not wireless you got the ones that had to have uh, a cable plugged into they got an adapter that'll turn your beats audio into a wireless headset of beats headphones so check them out exoaudio.net promo code jjr10 get 10% off they also have some cool battery 
uh, packs and stuff like that for your cell phone. That has been saving my ass consistently for the past few weeks. I definitely suggest you guys pick them up. Get yourself something for Christmas off of that website as well. Now, I know it's been a while and I apologize. It's been an insane few weeks. I can't even begin to tell you guys all the craziness that has been going on. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to compete at the uh, Miami Open. Um, good and bad reasons. I ended up just getting so much work in uh, from different companies that uh, wanted me to shoot videos or photos for. Then I was also working with Linton Vassell, uh, preparing for his Bellator fight. Uh, I've been uh, doing a lot of working, man, and traveling and running around like crazy, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and I got some more projects coming along the way, but uh, things are kind of finally uh, quieting down a little bit. Still got a lot of work to do, but it's not as a hectic. I was pretty much going seven days a week, uh, maybe like four or five hours a night. Um, this past weekend was Titan FC 46, and if you were watching on Fight Pass, you would have seen me running around. Uh, like a madman and uh, awesome set of fights man Shorty Torres defended his bantamweight belt against Gleetson De Jesus funny enough I knew Gleetson from when he was like a little kid uh, when we trained Capoeira um, it was a good night of fights man uh, let's see what other stuff I um, finished up a photo shoot with Herbert Burns for Booster Last week, uh, also got a chance to work with one of my favorite people in the world, a good friend of mine, Jazari Matuda. We did a photo shoot uh, and a little bit of a video shoot for uh, Virus Apparel. And they have some awesome uh, training gear, so definitely check them out. They're, they're pretty cool. So shout out to Virus Apparel. I had a blast working with them, and as always, I have a blast working with Jazari. She is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. One of the funniest to be around just because there's just no way of getting her to, to make a serious face whenever we're taking photos or doing video. And the photos came out awesome. Can't wait for everybody to see them all. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. We did a shootout on Deerfield Beach. Unfortunately, uh, Cattell couldn't come out and join us. He had just come back from, I think he was like on the road for like two and a half weeks or something like that. Between uh, Joanna and Jacek's fight and going to China and all this other stuff, um, it's always fun to have Catella out there too. Uh, we always have a good time taking photos and stuff like that. Uh, and then we did another part of the shoot for Virus at uh, American Top Team. And funny enough, uh, I've been in American Top Team on and off a, a lot the last couple of weeks just working just taking photos you know uh and it's cool because i have a lot of friends that train there uh i'm friends with a lot of the coaches and they're always super cool letting me in there and then i've also been uh most of the time you'll see me uh, at hard knocks 365 taking photos of uh, henry hooft and luke rockhold and everybody else it's always fun to be in there and hearing all the guys shit talking uh, including Herbert Burns and Gilbert Burns and guys like uh, Danny Roberts and Kamaru, especially MJ, Michael Johnson, constantly with the shit-talking. He's fucking hilarious. Uh, I also got to try and get Andre Sukumtat on this podcast and maybe Soriano. They love to talk shit, and they're some of the funniest people to, uh, to hang out with. So we'll see. Hopefully I can get it going. Now that it's the holidays, things kind of quiet down for me. 
Um, I still have a couple of cool photo shoots coming up. I have uh, some awesome photo shoots for Tatami Fightwear with Gilbert Burns and uh, Hobson Mora. So that'll be fun. Uh, I literally got today two giant boxes stuffed with, uh, with apparel from Tatami. And I wish it was for me. I definitely wish it was for me because it's a lot of cool gear. But alas, it is not. Um, but it's still cool. The only downside is I, I walked to the front office of my apartment complex to go pick it up. Thinking that, you know, I'd, I didn't even know technically that I had the packages in. I had to go into the office to uh, to ask for something from uh, from the front office lady. And then I see the boxes there. I'm like, hey, uh, I think those giant tatami boxes are for me. And I had to walk back to my apartment with these 40-pound boxes each. That was fun. That's a nice little workout for the day. But it's cool. Can't wait. Should be fun. Uh, this podcast or this episode is with my good friend, Gilbert Burns. I haven't had a chance to uh, to talk to Gilbert really in depth as much since the last time he was on the podcast. If you guys have been paying attention, Gilbert went on to have a highlight reel knockout at uh, UFC, uh, was it Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, something like that, uh, up north. Uh, it was the week after we got hit by the hurricane. The downside of this podcast is I had a little bit of a technical issue. We started recording the podcast, and next thing you know, everything froze up, stopped, nothing got saved, so we had to start over again. With that being said, it stinks because we had an awesome conversation covering all sorts of things from how his weight cut went and you know his uh, mental attitude towards... You know, the decision he made about leaving uh, during the hurricane or right before the hurricane and staying up there for an extra week before the fight and stuff like that. Lost it all. It's all out in the ether. But, you know, uh, did what we could to salvage the uh, the podcast as much as I could. Um, now, the, well, the thing with this podcast, um, we did it at Gilbert's house, which is fun. Because I always like hanging out with Bruna and Gilbert. But they do have kids and the kids definitely run around. So you'll hear a lot of noise in the background and stuff like that. You know, it's, um, I'm at my friend's house just having a podcast. And I had a blast. Not to mention tons of snacks. Because Bruna is such a good host that she laid out, what was it, like banana chips and mixed nuts and some beet bread. And a cheeseburger with beet bread that was technically for me. But Gilbert decided to eat them all, uh, which is fine because he's preparing for a submission on the ground match with Jake Shield, which is uh, definitely something we're going to be talking about in the next podcast when he comes back from that matchup. With that being said, again, if you have any issues with the audio, I apologize. Um, it stinks that I missed everything uh, from the first uh, run around through the, uh, the podcast. But again, this is just me working with the equipment that I have. I'm hoping, maybe thinking about doing a, uh, a GoFundMe for people to um, to donate some cash if they want to, uh, to so I can get better equipment and kind of set up a little podcast studio in the house. For now, I'm just working on setting everything up myself. And 
I'm still having a blast, man. I've just been running around like crazy, and hopefully I can get this podcast running more. I have a lot of people that I want to get onto this podcast if, uh, you know, all things considered schedule-wise that they all pan out. And equipment-wise, evidently, if it fucking pans out. Um, but with that being said, here is Bruna Burns and Gilbert Burns on this episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. do this one more time ladies and gentlemen welcome to jiu-jitsu radio today i'm at the casa de burns here with brazilian national champion bruna burns three times with tw- what is it 24 times or 25 times <laughs> first of all thank you for the setup of the snacks and good thing it's an audio podcast and not a video podcast that's that's not good for the kids i'm usually the one getting in trouble Hello, Bruna. How are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, this, you're the, the last Burns to get onto the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, everybody else jumped on my podcast, and you, you just decided not to. Uh, yeah, I don't like a lot of media. So. What do you mean you don't like a lot of media? She loves, she loves the media. Did they interview you when you went for the, for the UFC fight? Did they interview you at all? Not yet. Really? Why not? Here, get into the maybe because there's no main event or main but, event. But they still like covered you guys. The people interviewed everybody. Oh, no, they don't. Maybe they, they don't like me. You you do look like you're super mean, like to new people. You're like that the angry face. Like. No, I'm not. I'm super nice. No, you're super nice. I'm not saying you're not nice. I'm just saying you look like you want to beat most of the people up. No, because I'm not a smile for everyone. I should, I should do, but I don't. <laughs> no, you don't have to smile for everyone. I don't smile for everyone. There's a lot of people I don't like. I let them know. Yeah, but it's just So you're getting ready to go to, to teach? Yes, I will. I will teach the kids class. Okay, so if somebody's close to Lantana, Lake Worth, Boynton Beach, bring your kids to self-defense. By the way, teach Bruna you. teaches at Combat Club and... Lantana, Florida. Yeah, you gotta let them know where you teach. Yeah, yeah, I teach in combat club. So bring your kids. They're gonna have fun. You're not gonna suffer bullying at school. The only bullying from Bruna. Uh, if you're no. late. No, I'm super nice. Teacher. Not if they're late. Uh, no, I'm nice. Teacher. Really? Yes, I am. Let me ask you though, because we were talking about it before. So you started jujitsu in 2002. Yes. And you got your black belt in 10 years. Yeah, I got my black belt in. 2012. Um, but who was your teacher? Like, who was your main Caesar professor? Guimarães. Casquinha. Casquinha? Yeah. No, it wasn't there like a skin? Oh. Oh, yeah. The, like a pine. Wassel cone? Yeah. That's an ice cream cone. His nickname is Ice Cream Cone. I'm not that I can even talk trash because the guy beat me up. But where does he get that? He Yeah, ice cream cone. Just because he likes ice cream? The ice cream cone. Ice cream cone. Like a waffle cone? A waffle cone? Yeah, waffle cone. Waffle cone. <laughs> because he, um, he did a judo. 
Mm -hmm. He was pretty good judo. So, and, and he was big. Um, that guy's who has the small, up body, small he's hips, big. Oh, you know? uh, so he's like wide shoulders? Yes, wide, wide shoulders and then skin legs. <laughs> That's even better than just eating a lot of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So he ended up eating a lot of ice cream because he's so fat right now. And now he's like, <laughs> he's not as skinny anymore. He's like, like he's big. That size, 300 pounds, bro. Now he's just more like a Sunday. No, he's, like <laughs> he's just an ice cream Sunday now. Oh, he's he's one of those coaches that just sits like. Yes. Here, put your feet right here. No, that guy. Here, here, here. You know what's funny? My grandpa. My grandpa was huge. He was a big fat guy, but he was the swimming coach. And he was the rugby coach. So my dad was on the swim team and on the rugby team like when he was a kid. But my, my grandpa was huge. Most flexible fat guy you've ever seen. Like, yeah, like he, he came here. They like came here for like a couple of months. This was like 1999, 2000, right? So he started to train me. He, like, he would take me to the gym and make me lift and stuff like that. And whatever. I didn't do that, that much sports. But he would like drill me like crazy. And then he's like, oh, you have to be more flexible. I was like, what do you know about flexibility? <laughs> I watched this fat 300-pound man bend down and put his hand under his own foot. Like, that's how flexible he was. I'm like, oh, that's just gross. No, no, no. Like, like, if his foot was flat on the floor, he reached over and went. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess I got to actually listen to this guy. Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah, but he, he, he was Get close like, to the mic. He was close to the you Carson her, Grace. You got to give her those media tips now. He's the pro. There you go. Whoa, whoa, easy. <laughs> there you go. So he, he, there we go. he was a close friend from Carson Gracie. Mm -hmm. So he was the same group as... Um, hmm? Yeah, it's good. Coach. Yeah, so <laughs> he was close friend to Carson Gracie. And then they all the crazy guys. So he was like really good fighter on the streets. So Do you still talk to him? Sometimes, just when I go visit Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. You don't look too happy there. She says that like no no no. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't have any problems with him, but uh, we fight a lot, you know, like we, we No really argue a lot. <laughs> yes. Because he's kinda so we we don't like a, like when you go to the gym, so it's everything is dirty, you know, like a couple things like that to organize. Right. So I don't like so, and he he's he he doesn't care. Right. He would just like go and pohada, uh -huh. like go and fight, and that's it. He doesn't care like, about cleaning, uh, about organize. So that's why you have like. I so, argue. But was he like your like your coach all the way through like white to black? Um, no, when I was a kid, uh -huh. so I have a, a three different coach, three different instructors, Instru professors. Yeah, I have three different. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Don't worry. Okay, so I have three different coaches. So they um they leave the gym. So he was like my main coach since I was uh, blue belt. So I, but 
I learned, I really learned jiu-jitsu until like my purple belt. And after that, I, I didn't have a coach. I didn't have somebody to teach me. Right. You know, so I had like just five or somebody come to another gym. And then they show me like techniques. So it was kind of hard because it's just go and fight, 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 right. fight. But you have to, somebody tells you like what you're doing wrong. If you're a black belt, if you're a white belt, doesn't matter. You have, you you're not perfect. So everything's like something. You you're missing something. You know, like yeah. you can be like world champion, but like oh he sweep me. So you did something wrong because he sweep you. So you have somebody to 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 tell you what you did wrong. And just like fill that gap. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, oh okay, go and fight. So I like. But did you compete a lot? Yes. Oh, yeah. Pretty much he went more teenager. And then more um, when I was like around 18 until 20s. Right. Yeah, so I compete a lot, like almost every weekend. So, But I compete a lot. I compete grappling. I, comp I compete nogi, judo. I compete Muay Thai. Yeah, I that's what I was going to say. People don't know that you did MMA like striking amateur. too. Yeah. Yeah. I so, saw like a photo of it the other day. You posted it up there. Oh yeah, but it was like ten years ago. So when I was eighteen. Yeah. So. So do if, you? If I had like if the um, MMA for woman, so it's the same time what I I did it. So like, I'm sure I'm gonna be pretty good. But now I'm mom, so I have two kids. There's a bunch so, of mom MMA fighters. Um. No, like with small kids. I just know one, like, in the good level, just Alex Davis. Yeah. So she's the only, like, new mom. But the other mom's, like, uh, Michelle Watterson. So yeah. her daughter, she's six, you know, so. I think, uh, what's her face, the Australian girl, Beck Rawlings, right? Ah, but she's crazy. I don't <laughs> think she, she take care of her kids, you know? Yeah, she's got a whole bunch of other yes. drama. So she has three kids, I think. But... But she's in the UFC, but she not like good highlight. Yeah. yeah, so she not top ten, you know. So. So let me ask you though: Do you think that experience for you makes it easier to deal with like Gilbert's like fighting life? Oh yeah. Because um, I mean, not not many people can handle that, and there's a lot of fighters that have to deal with like the crazy wife that's like, it's either fighting or me, or you can't have that. You need to be here, kind of thing. Oh yeah, um. I think because I experienced before, mm. before him, before he start, I, I, I did, you know, so I know I didn't a lot, but, but I did you did enough yeah. to understand it. So I think it's, it's good, but at the same time, it's not good, you know? Why? So it's good because I know like all the backstage, so I, I can help him you know about diet, about training. But sometimes it's not good because we argue a lot, you know, like, oh, right. you should have did that. And we're like, oh, no, but you don't understand. Like you would approach it completely different than how he approaches it. Uh, sometimes, yeah, like, um, how do I say, he, sometimes I say something, but I'm not saying the right way. And then he'd get mad, you oh. know, like, <laughs> I think he should do that. And it's like, what are you saying? Right. He was trying to do. And then like. 
no, you don't. You know, so you gotta go like. Well, this. that's just like the small little arguments. You guys aren't oh, like yeah, fighting, yeah. fighting kind of thing. Oh, no, because that's just funny. For like the amount of time that I've known you guys, like I've never ever seen you guys like argue or like really butt heads. Oh, like yes. I've seen like couples like sit there and actually like argue. You guys are just funny, like just. Oh yeah, because like I think um, if not like a big thing, you know, like to argue, so we don't. So or I, I just shut up <laughs> or he just shut up you know like sometimes we're a bad day sometimes we're a good day so we kind of uh, have a balance you know like yeah i think we never had like the both bad days yeah like, don't jinx it yeah. don't jinx it so i think that's why it's like it's easy for us you know we we do the same thing so we do the same sport so i think that's like that's help a lot yeah, because a lot of people couldn't handle that, the fact that, I mean, if you think about it, you guys spend more time at the gym than you do at home. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think um, because, not because dad, because, like, we respect, uh, he respect my space and then I respect his space, you know? Yeah. Like, because we are, the, we are both black belt, but he, he's, um, he's the main coach, you know? Like, if he say something for Oh, Bruna, uh, and I think you're doing this wrong. So, okay, you know, I have to agree because he's the main coach. So, and then sometimes I'm teaching and then a couple of kids do something that he thinks like the kids couldn't do more. But I say, no, they couldn't because I'm like with the kids like the whole more day, time. you know. Right. And they say, no, he, he cannot do it. So he agrees. So we don't argue like for yeah. things like that. So you guys nice. like trust each other's like decision. Yeah, I think so. Just because I was asking her, like, if her, if her, like, training from when she was younger, like, helps dealing with your stuff. Because, I mean, not many people could deal with the lifestyle that you guys have with, like, having to train and then travel and do the seminars. Like, was it last year you were gone? Like, for, like, a month when you were doing more? Three weeks. Yeah. All the time. I remember that. Like, I'm like, damn, man. Like, I haven't seen you in, like, a month. Where you been? Brazil. Yeah. Everywhere. So... Yeah, that helps, I think, because she she been through, she fights, she trains, she know how to go. So she, it kind of ended up helping me a lot that she understand, you know, a lot, of, a lot of girls, they don't. Yeah. I don't think they don't. They, they don't understand. So she does anything. They go straight and say, hey, you've been there, you know, already, so let me yeah. go. Relax, you know. I'm the <laughs> boss here. No, we never had that conversation. <laughs> It's like that was just decided right now. Like, <laughs> remember that though when you're hungry, and then you want some food. Oh yeah, he's stealing food. He's like, I'm not holding. We, we, it's four fifty, by the way. So I can, I don't want to be responsible if you're late no, for class. So, the, I think the main thing for him is his diet. Because oh, I know that sometimes part. he say, oh, if, if, if I'm eating too much, can you tell me? I say, yes, for sure I can tell <laughs> yeah, you. Everybody's going to tell then, you. <laughs> and then I tell him and he's like, oh, I'm so not. Gross. So gross. Look, the day that you retire, I think we should make a bet. The day he retires, we need to have a bet of like the weight that he's going to reach within that first <laughs> month. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I think, I think you're going to hit, like, wait, how much are you weighing in now? 85. Now. So you're 85? My bet says that within, like, a month to two months, 
after you retire, whenever that is, like years from now. Two twenty. I'm thinking two ten, two fifteen. But I'm gonna, I still like training, bro. Right. Oh, yeah, but I, like no, no, I, I, I know that. But I'm saying, I, right, but I'm saying that one month, two months after you retire, you're gonna take a break. I'm not gonna, when they say retired, I just saw, I just saw that guy trying to sapo, you know? Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. He just retired, so he take three weeks out, he needs to train. He just got a guy who was just training hard, bro. Yeah, I'm still retired, but I need to train, you know? I can't do just, Yeah. You know? Doesn't mean you still can't go up to like 210, oh, 215 sure, and come back I down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? I feel bad when I go too heavy. Everybody does. I was with 200 once, bro. That was so bad. Like, yeah. No, I remember that. I don't like you it. look like you got like stung by a bee and you had like an allergic <laughs> reaction. Because <laughs> I remember like coming back, like I didn't see you for like two weeks. And I saw you. I'm like, oh man. Like. We're switching from, from MMA yeah, to sumo. Yeah, first loss in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Like, I, I wish I could have, like, documented it more, but it's like, I don't want to film this. We got Pedro over here. Pedro, want to jump hi, on the mic? Everybody. Say hi. Don't do, don't, that, do like, that. Yeah. don't do that. Yeah, don't do hi, that. Everybody. I'm going to have to, like, mute that. Do you like jiu-jitsu? Uh, no. no who's, a, who's a better... Uh, jiu-jitsu coach, your mom or your dad? I have no idea. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, we'll get you later on. <laughs> the kid's hilarious. We're going to have to like mark that one part before we blow oh, yeah. everybody's ears So now, now with Pedro, you know, like I'm going more easy before it was like, oh, you have to train. Yeah. But he... He's kind of key, so I don't want to pressure him. But he likes it. I think he likes it. He's just going to have to, like, do it on his own. Mm, he likes his friends, you know? Right. So he, he knows, like, the thing he knows. He's, pre- he's doing pretty good on bar from the guard. Yeah. Like, Kimura, Americana, but... But he's also, like, super strong for, for like, yes. his age and size. Like, he's, like... That is like, daddy. <laughs> that, that is genetic, yeah? That's funny. Uh, yeah, but he, he's, like little kid so when he grows i think five six he's gonna be better. i'll be serious so this kid has like the best birthday parties oh yeah. like every year like you've had the best birthday parties out of everyone i know i might i never had a birthday party that good like i was the was it the last one that we did at the at the park mm-hmm. at lake ida and then like I brought in, I remember, I felt, I was like, ah, oh, I just brought in, like, my gift, and then I started seeing everybody else bringing in gifts, I'm like, man, where are you even going to put all this stuff? <laughs> there was, like, half, like, the Lego aisle from, like, Toys R Us was sitting on the table, and then, like, all this other stuff, I'm like, hey, hey, you know you what, have, like, uh, you say you don't have toys, I don't have so much Really? Oh, I'll take them, then. If you don't want them, I'll take them, because there was some cool, like, Lego stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, over there smiling. Yeah, but he's kind of, he's kind of, like, kid. So Rashad came to his birthday, oh. and then he forgot bring the the he, he forgot bring his gift, and then he came through Rashad, where's yeah. my present? And Rashad was like, Ooh. Uh, I forgot at home. Really? Oh Jesus! And then and then Rashad left to his wife. And then went to Target. Just to go get and it. And then he bought like bought a, lot of a lot of toys. Oh, that's the move, huh? That's the move I got to do. Remember, remind me that on my birthday. Where's my present? Where's my yeah. present? So like he bought like around five, six toys for him. Really? That's funny. 
That's a power but move. Guess what? Huh. He played one time and then. Yeah, I know. That's cool. I'll take it. Pedro, yeah, so I, I have to go. Pedro, can I have your, your toys that you don't use? I'll take your Legos. Oh, man. All right, well, you got to get going to go to class. I'm going to pause it for now so we can get Gilbert rolling in a minute. So we'll be right back. Bye, everybody. See you next time. All right, and we're back from the break. Bruna had to take off and go to class. And now I'm here with the champ one more time. Fresh off his UFC knockout, highlight reel knockout of Jason Sago and preparing for the next submission underground. What would you say, December 3rd? December 3rd, Oregon, Portland. Your favorite cold place? I don't like that. I like that. Portland, Portland is nice. Nice. Oh, it's nice. And there's always good food Chief there, too. Level, like, nice place. But so far, so cold. It's super cold, especially now the December 3rd. Oh, man, have fun with that. Now it's going to be super cold. You, I hope you got enough jackets. I hope you have I enough. do. Tata and me always hook me up with the bad jackets. Oh, that's true. You have, like, the new winter stuff. This stuff looks cool. Nice. We got to do that photo shoot pretty soon. Nice stuff. So what's the, uh, what's the plan? I mean, you, you came back off the win. You know, we talked about it. I'm not going to go back into it again just because we missed it. But what, what do you have planned? Because now you have a, a renewed contract with the UFC. So what's next for you? So I'm waiting for a fight. Just call out the guy Olivier, Mercy, Albuin, you know. Yeah, guy. it looked like he accepted it, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he's a Canadian guy. So He's a good fighter. Good fighter. He's always on the, on the national team, Canadian team from judo. So yeah. he's a pretty solid judo. Trans a tri-star, so pretty pretty good grappling, decent stand-up. Like I think it's gonna be a great fight. Yeah, for sure. That one's definitely gonna be uh like a, a brawl. I don't think you guys are gonna grapple that much. I don't think so. And and like when I call people, I don't I don't call the guy that I think oh I'm gonna easy fight. I'm gonna yeah. kill the guy. Now you always go for a good challenge. It's gonna be a fight that makes sense, like for the whole different scenario for me, for the guy. For the company, for the fans, you know, like, yeah, I'm not gonna ask for like, in, you know, like, dumb guy, like, easy fight, like, Sage Northcutt, but <laughs> that would be a super easy fight. So, with, with the whole management change and everything that you did, like, I mean, you had like a super huge turnaround as far as like your career. Now it's, it seems that even though you went through that like little hump of like the the tough like on and off whatever with the fights, now things are moving for you like faster than ever, because you're working like nonstop. Like I mean, I see you once like every couple of weeks because you're either like out teaching a seminar or you're out preparing for this match or that match. So like, what what's your like real goal now? Because it looks like you have like a couple of things like shifted. Yes. Like what's your real goal? My real goal is still like I want, I still. <clears throat> like I said, I want to I want to be the champion, but I'm still gonna go beyond that. It's not only be the champion. It's no, for sure I want to be the champion. I want to hold the belt. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I want to you know get another division belt too. But things go beyond that. You know, it's not just a belt. I think it's all the legacy. It's things go farther than 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 just a goal. You know, I have for sure have that goal, and I'm working hard for that. But Things go beyond that. As I've been like, I just started to teach a combat club like what, like 
from February, yeah, less than a like year. Yeah, like less than a year. And then I see like a lot of results from the students, you know, like in and out of the matches. So the guys there, I help a lot of like as on the personal side of the life, as a competition, you know. And uh, and I see a lot of a lot of guys that I help as a coach too, like pro guys like Vicente, McQuaze, a lot of different guys that that I can help as well too. So I want to build myself as a champion, but I still want to do a lot of things, a lot of things around, you know, like coaching, helping guys out. Like I still want to, I still have that thing that I want to make it like a project in Brazil, you know, help people to do the things that I was able to do, you know, go out of the, con out of the country, compete. Yeah. I still want to make, I still want to do a lot of things, but as, as we talk about fighting, my goal is to get that belt from the UFC on lightweight. Uh, but I, I, I think to get on that level, I still got to do a lot of things. Not, it's not that I, I, I already can consider myself as a champion. You know? I think I got to visualize that. I got to work for that. But I still got to keep my jiu-jitsu sharp. I still got to get better improve on my wrestling, on my stand-up. So from that little things, from that main goal to be a champion, I still have a lot of small goals, you know, as I keep competing in jiu-jitsu, like most likely super fights, submission on the ground, Polaris, uh, fight to win, that kind of tournaments, and uh, not like big tournaments, you know, like yeah. that you need to do like six fights, five fights. That takes a lot of energy, a lot of my time as preparation for me made to focus on jiu-jitsu. So yeah. when I do a super fight, I know how the guy is, I know his game, it's kind of it's kind of little not easier but it's kind of easier than get prepared to a tournament i mean you're you totally know? going through a whole different type of camp compared yes. to like if you know that you're gonna have to do at least four matches in one night yeah, like if it was like the ebr rules yeah because you end up like okay you got to train with camp. the possibility of like 20 minute matches and do four of them and that's not my goal my yeah. goal is to keep my jiu-jitsu on improvement keep my jiu-jitsu like on the highest level so as as a goal to give my judicial on the highest level, that super fight's the key. So I think submission on the ground just always hit me up to fight. Che was being like great for me, always always a nice guy, like asking me to give fights. And that challenged me a lot already and then I'm just focused on that. So right now I'm focused on submission on the ground, I focus on do my class, I'm focused on improving my stand up, improving my wrestling and chasing for a fight. I think the UFC gave me a give that, that fight with that guy Olivier and I asked for January 27th the UFC fight night is in Charlotte, North Carolina so close here Yeah. So what about the Orlando card? I don't know what happened with the Orlando they, card they cancelled it well, they, they it cancelled, they might come back supposedly so. they already did supposedly you put yeah. it back on oh by the way we're, we're at his house so the kids are here and they're they're that's all it, playing video games. That's it. You did perfect. I don't know. What are you guys playing? So he's trying to get Wirecraft. That's it. Minecraft he's or Wirecraft? Wild. He did good, huh? Oh yeah. But it's not going. I don't. I don't think they have an Android. I don't think just here. All right, there we go. Had to take a little break. Yeah, for take the care of the kids. So let me ask you this then, like, what would be your your dream super fight for jujitsu? 
for you like that would be like that's the the one match that you'd want to do because you know that would be like the ultimate match for you I have a lot bro I mean like give me like, like three like dream like yeah nice like, fight. like yeah. Guys. that you know that would be like almost like a a staple match in your career a couple guys like the number three top three would be Marcelo Garcia mm. always being a fan for the guy uh, let me see another one and it'll be Kron Kron Grace if you want to fight Kron get Grace get that one again. back yeah so we have one on one yeah that'd be a good one battle three and uh, I don't know bro I want to get my rematch Gary Tono you know he's running for he don't want to give me <laughs> well now he's going into MMA Ah, they so. don't. They don't. Oh, he's he Wayne, wants Wayne. the one FC fight. Wayne. I don't know. I'm just telling you. No I, one knows. Yeah. So what happened, these guys? Now we're gonna talk about like Dylan Dennis, Jerry Tono. These guys are joke. They all I'm gonna do MMA now. Where's the fight? And the only one out of all of them so, doing it is is McKenzie. <laughs> yeah. So make where, where's the fight? Give him a date. Show me the opponent. Yeah. Like, Dylan, how long ago he he signed the, the But he got injured, didn't he? How long ago he, he signed hey, it, bro? I don't ask me, man. No, you know more than long? I do. Maybe, maybe almost a year, almost. Yeah, at yeah. Least like, well, like, Gary was just at recent. Least like eight months, at least. Dude. Well, Gary was was around the time of uh, Herbert's last fight at One FC. So. So that's what six months? months. Four or five months. Yeah. It was opponent, no opponent yet. So yeah. this guy's just like. With that whole social media growing today, you know, like yeah. But I mean, it's one FC too. One FC does a lot of stuff where they like promote certain fights that never happen. They do a lot of but stuff. Dylan is a Bellator, so what happened with that? No, well, Dylan's got his own problems. Yeah, I think he he got injured. That's what I remember hearing. I thought he got injured or something. Like he had to have so surgery. So he's always doing the super fights. He was fighting Polaris, then he fought ADCC. Yeah, but the last match he did was with Gary. Was that Gary Tony match? Was it uh, was it EBI? No, it was Polaris. Yeah. But then he fought ADC after too. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember that. Who did he fight? I think he fought ADCC. He lost, but I almost sure he fought. Well, I remember a bunch of people dropped out of ADCC. I almost sure he fought. I had to double check. It's been a lot. There's been like so many matches like lately. I I didn't even get to watch like the the combat jujitsu like finals like we were talking about. I only got to see the. The highlights of it but too. Finish these guys, oh, I signed. I'm gonna fight MMA. Where's the fight, bro? But you know, you know what it is. I bet you that it's one of those things where, like, they say they're gonna do it, and then they like realize how much they have to work on their, on their striking, and it's almost like a CM Punk deal where it's like, let me take a year into just focusing on my striking. And uh, hey, don't look at me, man. No, so I don't think these guys are gonna fight. The thing that I think, like, they. They get in that wave, you know, like with the social media, jujitsu. They say they want to do it. Oh, I want to do it. Yeah, oh, man, come on, bro. I mean, Mackenzie is an Invicta now. She's on the on the Invicta card coming up. Like, yeah, no, she's she's fighting. She's yeah. been fighting. We cannot talk nothing about about her, but respect her a lot. She's yeah, for sure. Fighting. Then she's competition with the gi comes. She pops in. No gi comes. She goes. You know, she like a lot of respect for Mackenzie, but. Did Bushisha say he was going to fight MMA too? I don't think so. I thought he was. I don't think so. Maybe, but not now. You know? Yeah. 
But Bushisha, like if we talk about dealing Gary Bushisha, Bushisha's on a different level, bro. Yeah, he's ATC a completely champion, different plane. Yeah, multiple times open class champion. So I was kind of surprised though that like Hodger beat him like the way that he beat him. I I kind of understand, bro. That thing was set up. You think so? No, not set up as all you're gonna give, but. But it was given with every uh, intention of giving yes, the benefit the to Hodger. Of course, it's a Gracie. That thing was real. Yeah. On the bar of Gracie, like you know. Yeah. All the graces were there. That thing was like, he came to hit the guy's house, bro. He's not gonna get the win. Yeah. You know? Like he probably get like stabbed on the way out. Man, he he felt so much pressure, and I saw it. And when I saw the public, was on a lot of Shaq match guys over there because it was right before the wars. Yeah. So all the guys were here in America or I don't know traveling doing seminars. We just leave here. And Bushish over there, bro. <laughs> With like 100, 200 couple Gracie of guys. Gracie family, bro. Yeah. Oh, Gracie Baja, the, you know, everyone supporting Grace, supporting Roger. So, and Roger had not so much to prove. So, he yeah. came to fight with no pressure. And, and I think the strategy was the key to. Yeah. Because Roger is a beast on top, bro. Like yeah. Beast. Or close guard. He don't play so much open guards. He's not going to play open guard with Bushish. Yeah, for sure. But if Bushish cannot take it, Roger down, if Roger take Bushish's down, yeah. then his problems. So that was the key. The key was, bro, he's going to blast double. He's going to come pressure on the on the beginner that takedowns. You're not going to get that. So I think he got prepared very, very well to fight the guys against Bushish. So he get a couple of wrestling, try taking him down. He's just defending. You know, when you get a opportunity, take Bushisha down, and that's it, bro. Yeah. That guy on top, so big, bro. So, so what do you strong. think Bushisha's next move is going to be? Uh, I don't know. He's still very young. He's, what, 25, 26? No. Something like that. Yeah, he's, bro. He's, a, like, that young? Very young. Man. Oh, he's got, like, a whole life ahead of him on, like, competition-wise. He could do whatever he wants. I remember, like, back in 2000... Nine or ten, I was already black belt. We, I was still living in Brazil. We were traveling, so we won the awards at another organization called CBJJR, like Federation Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like sports. Yeah. yeah. CBJJE, it, it's still big in Brazil. Yeah. Not like very organized, but a lot of like everyone fights. Leandro Law, a lot of guys still fighting over there. Yeah. So. I, we won that, and then we got a, a travel to go to to Pan Am's was in Bahia, so we got the fly. I won as a black belt this one, two thousand nine, if I'm sure, if I'm if I'm right. I think it was two thousand eight or nine. I was already black belt, twenty one, twenty two years old, bro. Bushisha was just a purple belt, but you can see the guy was just it's eighteen, like, like seventeen, yeah. eighteen years old. He just won purple belt, like. Wait in the vision, so we get the plan. We had a good conversation. I already saw that guy was killing at this time, but he was just 18, bro. Yeah, like 17. 18. When did he come here? Because he had like he trained up in Jupiter. Uh, I think it was 2012, maybe. Yeah, I, I think when Bushish, uh, I think came the whole thing of Aka Bushish, a couple guys came. They have that thing on the how you call that, that, that. It was like right next to Marcelo's uh, gym. Yeah, it was on Marcelo's gym, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think Ar so. Armory. Armory. Yeah, Armory. Yeah. Yeah, right there. So I don't know how long they stay here. 
I don't think it was that long. I want to say like a year or two. Yeah, maybe a year, year and a half. Because I remember Marcelo was telling Cavaco me about it. Cavaco was here. A lot of guys were here. Yeah. Is he coming up here or what? Who? Cavaca. Hmm. I'm going to Brazil after after the submission on the ground. I'm already going to Brazil for like four days. We have the Zenit. Yeah. Summer camp down is a neighborhood to Santos. I know it's an hour drive. Oh, man. So that, does that mean you're going to be like snapping pictures of you with that giant acai bowl? Acai for sure. Man, I hate you so much right now. Bro. I like, I still dream what? about that bowl of acai we had over there. Brazil. It's still Not the best. Not all the place, but like everywhere. Like all the south, like north, northwest, a lot of places in Brazil. And bro... I'm from Rio, but Santos, that was the best acai I ever had. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I still have, I still have dreams of that. No, they are, yeah, yeah, but that place. Good, what was bro. it, Mexico or something? Deboa. Deboa, yeah, that's what it was. Deboa, and then they have a lot. They had Deboa, Mexico, Deboa, I think Japanese, Deboa. Man, I'm just, I'm just going to keep on tagging them on everything to pray for the day that I go back to Brazil so I could just get a you free know, bowl of acai. And the thing is, if Cavaca is about to come, so I don't know if it's coming or not. I'm going to find out in Brazil. But yeah, that's what you were saying, that he was going to bring it up here? If he comes, he's going to bring the acai here, bro. Man, don't, don't get my the hopes up. You said it to rich, me the last bro. time. The guy's going to get rich. Yeah, but it, if he only does it up there, like up north and not no. down here. We don't know yet if he still have possibilities to him to move. Yeah. Because he has kind of three different investors. Yeah. The guys can put money. One guy can put money in California, another guy in Texas, another guy in Florida, but down... Uh, Fort Lauderdale? No, where, where the Nilo fought. Where is that place? In Miami? In the U.M.? Down close to Jacksonville. No, no. Daytona. They, oh, in Daytona, yeah. About that Daytona kind yeah. of that place. Not a lot of big jujitsu guys over there. I mean, let's be honest. Let's say we invested, you and I put together an acai like Everything just anywhere. store. Anywhere. But like, just say like it was like here in Delray Beach. Yeah. Because there's a couple of places that do acai here, but they suck. There's only like one good spot down here. Okay. Yeah. But let's say like we started an acai place. Just acai, nothing else. Just acai. How successful do you think it would be? Great. You think I so? I think it would be great because we have the we have a couple places here they do acai, but it's not legit acai. Yeah, like Arrow Juice is the closest. I think that place on the cyborgs, the the cyborg sponsors yeah. the closest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost sure that's the closest one. Yeah. Because in Miami, they the thing is the acai gotta looks like the people that don't know like they ever had. They don't know it. They they think they it's like that frozen. They got that yogurt. Yeah. You know, you know the yogurt place. You get it. It's not. It's not ice. It's kind of ice cream, but yogurt. No. It's like the frozen yogurt. The frozen yogurt. That's yeah. how like everybody that, sees it here. That had, you know, that's supposed to be the acai, not like the thick, creamy, like you no, know, like smashed. That, yeah. <laughs> that rock that you need to, you know, dig into it. But do you think people would get like freaked out? I think so. Because they're now people so. are getting so used to like, oh, it's supposed to look like frozen yogurt. It's not supposed to look like this puree. <laughs> you want me to pause it? Yes, please. All right, hold on one second. Okay, there we go. We're back. So I, I'm pretty sure if you bring the acai here, bro. Oh wait, we had to pause. What happened? Oh, it's the cable. Never mind. Yeah, but if you you think that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think people are getting so used to it being like a certain way that they're not they're not gonna understand it. They will, bro, for sure. I think because the taste is just different. It's just no, it's definitely better. 
it's definitely better like the actual traditional way that's what i'm saying like there's so many times like i'll be eating like i say i'll stop one of places here i'm like man it's nothing close to that because it was so good it's kind of like i think it'll be you know for real what i think it will be uh will be like when the Colombians bring the, the drugs here. People go <laughs> crazy. People just went nuts. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be good to do it. But it's so yeah. weird because like no one's really no one really tries to do it right. You wanna be the cartel over here. Yeah, right? That'd be good. I say cartels. But everybody tries to do it, but I like it surprises me that there's not that many Brazilian places down here that do it like the the traditional, you, original way. You know what? I think it's a it's a pain in the ass to bring stuff from Brazil. I, of course, like there's there's the whole import export stuff. And not just that, because that is just it's just a part of it. Yeah. But I think it'll be so much so expensive. Like no, the taxes are huge. I don't think that makes sense. You know, like. Yeah. No, you you would have to charge like thirty dollars a bowl. Or something like that. People not gonna have. Yeah, they're not gonna do that. Bucks. But there's got to be a way where, like, I mean, you were you're talking about starting from like the ground up, where you'd have to have farms here that grew it, and start from there. And that's like something completely different. But I mean, that would be money, especially because it gets pumped up as the superfood, and it's got all these like benefits, which it does. You know what I can't find here either is um, acerola. Yeah, like, remember when, when, like, I went with you to Brazil? Like, I bought a bunch of those packets, and I brought it back with me. I, I like, killed them in, like, two weeks because I liked it so much. You know you know how they compare the, the like, for example, if I ask you for a fruit uh -huh. who has a lot of vitamin C, which would be the first one? Everyone's going to say orange. Orange. Right. If you compare how many, how many, how, how much of vitamin, vitamin C... C you have an acerola. In one. In and, one little in one. In one acerola. You know how much, you know. It's like, yeah, it's like a hundred like oranges or something. You know how much orange you got to eat to have the same amount of vitamin C? 24. Oh, like that's a lot of orange. Yeah. Good orange. To have the same amount of vitamin C they have an acerola. It's crazy. And it's so good, too. It's very good. I think I'm going to have to, I'll have to jump on Amazon. Because I know you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, it's really good, too. So... What are you doing to, to prepare for the Submission Underground, then? You're going over to Cyborgs, right? So, uh, I'm pretty good friend with Baby Monster. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going there a couple of times. AG now, AG shows he's doing, he's doing school, if I'm not wrong, for fireman. Yeah, he's like... He's so, he's super busy right now. He said he might train, like, Saturday is the only day that he has free, but, like, he got to stay with his, his wife a little bit, you know, like... Yeah. So I'm not bothering the guy so much, but I have my brother here too. My brother's got injury, so I'm pretty much doing more cyborgs in the students here. You know, going to hard knocks to get to get rest. <laughs> this guy stop. So pretty much like going to cyborgs and my students and um, and doing wrestling. Yeah. So when you're making that switch, I mean. Do you go back to, to kind of like your old school, like jujitsu training style, or do you have it like modified because of the, you know, the experience you have as far as training for UFC fights? I, I never change. I always do like a lot of drills. That's the key. I think to give the jujitsu on the highest level is do a lot of drills, do a lot of specific and do a lot of live. Right. Like people, a lot of places, people just roll, just all, oh, just kind of open, man. Just go there. Yeah. Roll. Just constantly rolling. 
So the key, I think, is to do a lot of drills, like a lot of drills, making like your body feel like nomadic. When you get on the fight, I don't even think about the move. I'm just on the motion, you know? So yeah. I think you gotta do a lot of drills, a lot of situation, you know, like put you in a specific position, like back, side control, stop Especially from with there. like the EBI rules getting yeah. picked up so much more. Stop from there, escape from there, blah, 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 offensive first, then defense. Yeah. It's kind of like the way I, I, I learned to train, the way I still do, you know. The, yeah. the, the, it's the way I teach my students as well. Yeah. For sure, that's got to be, like, one of the, the most beneficial things when you start doing the situation training. Just because it... For everywhere. Like, yeah. the situation we do, like, we, and, and we can do a lot, of, a lot of ways. Like, if you do stand-up, like, let's say no gi stand-up. So, we start from stand-up, like... Everyone guy is a fight. One guy taking down, both guys taking down. Then we can change the situation. Okay, one guy try taking down, other guy just defending. Then the opposite. So both guys turn the offensive and turn the defense. Okay, now it turns even more specific on the situation. Okay, now you're on a single leg, start on a single leg. Now start on a double leg. Now other leg. Now front right lock. You know, like you can put on a lot of different scenarios as a defense, as offensive. In every situation that I think you can get in the fight, I'm just working like that. Okay, now half guard, this side, other side, butterfly, yeah. full guard, like, you know, open guard, these, these. Guys start on the double under and goes from there. Like, we just put in the situation and work on both ways, yeah. offensive and defense. It definitely, it definitely helps out, especially considering the fact that you know you're going to get caught into that position. So instead of just live rolling and hoping you get caught in that position and maybe – you learn to do it there. You're just constantly drilling the situation. And drilling that too. So if I'm, let's say, let's pull half guard. If I know I'm going to do a lot of half guard, I just got to drill so many times, like like three, four different moves from there. Boom, boom, boom. Keep my move sharp. And boom, live from there. You yeah. know, like that makes your, your situation so much better, especially if you get on that position. Like I was watching the fight, Anthony Perez and... Uh, that's important. Yeah. That was a nice fight, but if you analyze the fight, like criticizing the the the, the position that they lost, the man, they lost so many positions. Yeah. Triangles, back, take down, like a lot of things. Like it was a great match, but there's things that were missed that shouldn't so have been much. missed. If yeah. you, if not not saying me, if I put myself okay, putting myself on the situation. If I get someone's back, that's it, bro. Yeah. Done. I'm not going to, especially the back. You don't let them, like, spin around and know. do all. Yeah. I don't know. And even a triangle, too. Like, like I have pretty strong legs. If you play that game, uh, he was saying, like, Dustin Poirier after the fight. Oh, I was playing that game. Like, I knew he was going to get tired from the triangle, bro. Yeah, you, that's if not a chance I you want to take. triangle on you. Yeah. That's it, bro. Let's see if my legs going to get tired first or if you're going out first. Yeah, it's That's gonna, gonna be the fight, bro. It's gonna take a it's gonna take a lot to get tired in that position for sure. Like I could sit there all day. I can be that too, bro. Yeah. Especially after a hard training camp. I'm gonna <laughs> be there like for so long. Yeah. I'm not gonna get tired one day, you know. So is that gonna be your, your last match for the year or are you gonna try and do anything else before the year's over? Uh, I think pretty submission on the ground is gonna be pretty much my last fight. Yeah. Of these years, so Unfortunately, just get one MMA fight was on my call, but I had a couple of super fights. I 
man, I had a lot of outside of, of competition too, a lot of new students. School is doing good right now. Uh, I went to Corner Vicente two times. I went to Brazil a couple times. <laughs> man, travel, I did so much in one year. Yeah, for sure. Like, you definitely put some miles in. And put so much work in the boxing and wrestling. And, uh, are you uh, are you uh, TSA pre-check yet? Like, TSA, like, you know, that you could, like, completely cut the lines? When you go, I figure by now you, they'd put you on like the on the VIP list for traveling, because you know like the TSA pre-check, like when you go to to oh, go to the yeah. airport, like you apply for it, it takes like a little while. I think you pay something like a hundred bucks a year, but then that. when you go in there, I you might. just completely cut the line. I might. Yeah, I mean you should. Like I figure by now you'd have so many like freaking flyer miles, like so you'd be gone. I might. So, I might the the Vincente fight. Do you think? If he would have gotten a full training camp, he would have finished the fight sooner? Uh, I think he might, but... I mean, technically, he was, he's was he been training yeah, like he was in a camp he, the whole he year. He was training, bro. He was training hard for yeah. that fight. Like, he was hoping to to get a space on that, on that card. Not hoping to anyone get hurt, but... That he had something open to, up. To, hoping to an opportunity to get on that card, but... He was already trained. And the strategy was that. That strategy, bro, that guy is strong. You know, we yeah. knew that the guy was undefeated and strong. And he can, you know, he can blast on the takedown for nothing. He has a big right hand, too. So we just, the strategy was that. Stay calm and relax. Constantly pressure the guy. And you're going to see the, the, the openings, you know. Constantly pressure the guy. In and out. Pressure, in and out. But movement. But keep that pressure. But relax on that pressure. Don't need to go to kill the guy. Yeah. But his boxing he, has improved so much in the so last few much, years. Bro. He put a lot of he put a lot of work on that boxing, bro. Yeah. And he was a lot of he was just putting pressure, calm, relax. Put pressures. He had a beautiful takedown defense that I think frustrated the guy so much. And and he was so calm, bro. He was so calm. I called that shot a couple of times because I always saw with that overhand right. And yeah. I don't have that kind of level on a on a on a on a stand up to call the shots, but that overhand right I can see, bro. That's one of the <laughs> things that I see, you know. Yeah. I just say overhand right. He, bro, yeah, you can hear it. You can hear it on the audio if you pay attention to the fight. You can hear it. Overhand right, bro. Go for it, boom. And then he just he, even he rocked the guy. He saw the guy was a bad. He didn't hurry, you know. He just take his time. Was picking the guy apart. Finished the fight in a beautiful way, and he ended up that. In my opinion, he knocked the guy out and he woke back up. And he submitted the guy yeah. as well. So that was a nice fight, I think. Great performance. So the one thing like from from when you and I like did like a bunch of work like a couple of years ago until now, like you were already popular in Brazil. Like a lot of people already knew who you were. But now it's growing like even bigger. Like, and I saw you were doing all the stuff. Like, you were doing the interviews and you were running the live stuff for UFC Brazil. Like, what did you notice was, like, a big change, like, for you? These guys are playing video games. <laughs> what are you guys playing? Josh. Baixa pouquinho vai falar, Josh. He's so zoned out. That's funny. Oh, I was done. But what, what like... Do you notice, like, a change, like, even just walking around? Like, you're getting more people that are, like, are noticing you or what? Uh, I kind of learned, learned so much, you know, how to deal with that. Like, uh, 
the things that I think on the beginning, like when I still on the feed, I was in the UFC, I was putting so much attention on that. Yeah. Social media thing, like, yeah, but, but UFC was giving a lot of credit for me too. Like he was putting a lot of pressure, like he's, the, especially in Brazil, because they need a new guy. They need yeah. a new a new big name. You saw Anderson's going down, Vitor's going down. Yeah. Shogun just had a surgery, he's going down. Like, Vanderlei, it's kind of Bellator, but it's down too. They need a bigger guy now, a guy yeah. to put a lot of, you know, to put together responsibilities. So, Brazil was putting a lot of pressure on me. After I get that two loss, they went down a little bit, and now they start to pump back up, you know? Yeah. That, that back and forth, but... I think the most important thing is stay consistent with that thing, like work on the media and stuff. And before was more, like I said, before I was putting so much attention on that, you know, like so much energy on that. I still doing. Like you now, were stressing out on it. Yeah, I was more like taking care so much about that shit, like you worry yeah. about like this, this man gotta do this video, gotta do that, you know. Yeah. Today, I just relax, you know, I'm still doing, but without this pressure, I do because I like talk with the fans and be like. But I'm saying, do you notice like more people like noticing you, like know who you are? Like yeah, when you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, Especially Sao Paulo. I used to fight so much Jiu Jitsu in Sao Paulo. Yeah. And, but, but I just focus more on training, be consistent training, fighting. That media goes up too. And for sure, that, that, that time was, I think. I get that recognition from a lot of a lot of like big time this yeah. this time now in Brazil, especially that I'm going Brazil. I'm not there so much, you know. I'm not. I'm still very popular, but I don't live there. So all the time when I get there, people, man, uh, yeah. the real, you're here, blah blah blah, you know, like. But it was it was cool. I I felt that, but but that thing don't change so much on me. I just I just enjoy that. I like yeah. to talk with the fans, you know. See where, where, like how they know me from the jiu-jitsu for MMA, you know, like I, I like that a little. Which bit. Which one do you do you get more of, from jiu-jitsu or from MMA? It's for MMA because the 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 the, the you know the way he's on TV. You just get promoted, time. yeah. You just get yeah. promoted so much he's more. He's on TV, bro. It's global in Brazil. Global in Brazil is kind of like. But you're in such a unique spot because there's not that many the no. brazilian guys that have the attention that you are no. like that you get and don't have like your kind of like charisma of being able to talk and you you speak english well you speak portuguese well you can translate you can jump back and forth so easily there's not that many people that can do that no. that well and i think what i get i get attention for a lot of different ways too first of all was for myself i was a world champion jiu-jitsu beating crown grace at the time so it was huge in brazil yeah then I became a Vitor Bell for like main BJJ coach. Then we did the Tough Brazil. I was on the main coach on the Tough Brazil. Uh, then I was coaching Vitor a lot. I was on his camp. Then Caesar won the Tough Day. I was on Caesar's camp. Yeah. And I get to the UFC, you know. So I I was already well knowing before I get to the UFC, you know. So people people know me from Vitor. People know me from Caesar. People know me from Jiu Jitsu. And people know me from my from my own fights, you know, from my own my own career as a fighter. So I get a lot of different platforms to people know me. So I think that's one of that's one of the big things on my on on my side because a lot of people know me, and but people know me 
people that don't follow so much MMA, they follow Vitor. Yeah. So they know me who they know who I am because of Vitor. People that don't follow so much MMA or Jiu Jitsu but follow Caesar, they know me because of Caesar. They know me from the tough. So I get a lot of I think I get a lot of you know well known because of yeah, you're, you're, platforms, yeah you know? you're out on like on so many different angles for so many different reasons it's pretty cool there's not that many people that are willing to work that hard because you work hard you work super hard like there's there's few people that that i can say work as much as you do or as much as i do because half the time it always ends up being if i'm there then you end up being there or then you're there and i'm over here like there's always always something going on no especially right now i had that fight coming i just did condition and want to teach you a little bit I just teached that morning, 6 a.m. class. Uh, oh, yeah, you got to get going soon, huh? Yeah. I'm going to train in a little bit, so tomorrow I still got to train again. Still got to do things. In a little bit, I'm going to be in Portland. Then I got to be in Brazil. Then I'm going to come back. Then I might get a fight coming up soon. If I, if then you don't schedule my fight to that day, that January 27th, you'll see fight night, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. If they don't give me that date, I'm already going to look for different super fight you know to be active to yeah. be trained to be fighting would you ever do like uh any of the ibjjf tournaments again um words no gi would be the the, the, the only just one no gi, you know words no gi maybe nationals no gi maybe more no most most likely no gi and i just get a we're still talking i might fight dylan then that was i, I didn't show on yeah. the polaris we're still talking january 27 if i'm not wrong I still got a confirm maybe because I might have an MMA fight, so we still, yeah. they still hold a little bit there. But that was the match that they want to do, and now they're going to do in a, a lot of different ways, a lot of different weight, weight like division, you know, like yeah. they offered me to fight Dillon at one eighty five. Hey, you're just walking in there. Yeah, too easy for me. But you ready for like the trash talking that he would start doing? What are you gonna say? He's a one MMA fight they never fought. <laughs> he was. He's, good. He's, he's a good. I, I respect Dylan a lot. Like yeah, the way he, like the promotion that he did paid, with the promotion. Yeah. The promotion he did a good job on that. But on the other side, he he kind of fired Marcelo. I don't think that was good for his career. Yeah. he was still super young. He had an army over there to train with, and he had a legend coach. He ain't showing the way. Now he don't have any more. Now it's kind of he's doing the things that he thinks right, and he's so young yeah. to get the right direction, you know. And like he's following like Connor and doing that. The crazy trash talking. Think, you know, I don't think they're gonna end good for him. So. so he's kind of like he's. It's almost like he's too young to do that trash talking and burn like, the bridges. Uh, if he's still under Marcelo, yeah, maybe Marcelo give him a break, show him the way, show him, give him the directions. But without Marcelo guiding him, yeah, now I think he's kind of lost a little bit. You got to yeah. do that trash talk until people buy that. If don't win the tournaments, people are not going to buy that no more. He's still going to be fighting, but he just yeah. lost for Jake Shields. He, he lost just, for Gary. He lost the ADCC. He's coming from a lot of loss. So He's got a long, he's got a big mountain to climb to get back up top. And that result's not showing up, you know. He yeah. lost in the words, you know, he just... Yeah, see, that's what I remember. I think he hurt his knee. That's what I remember. I'm pretty sure he hurt the his knee. The with the gear, he, he lost. Yeah. So what do you think about, like, the fight with Jake Shields? Because, I mean, he's been he's been on a tear, and he's been taking down, like, a lot of, like, the big guys. Man, Jake Shields tough, bro. Yeah. And he's... 
you should train the guys at, at Caesar Grace. Now he's all the way in, uh, in New York with the Sharks there, you know, with the John Danaher, all the guys. He's living in New York literally now. He just moved, he got an apartment. He's just doing that full time, you know, jiu-jitsu yeah. with a lot of good training partners all day long. For sure, he's going to get a better level, so. And he did good on ADC. For, he lost for who on ADC? Uh, I can't remember. I meet you. I yeah. But, he, I mean, he's, like, I just remember he's been on a tear, and he's been taking down all the guys that have been trash-talking him. Like, and he's taking them down pretty good. So, it's, like, but he wasn't, who was it that was at the beginning of, like, the Black Zillions that was here? It was, like, Rashad, Vitor. Uh, Vitor didn't was in the very, very beginning. Not at the very, very beginning, like, towards, so, like, the first couple of years. In the beginning but, was George, Jay-Z. Yuri, Danilo, Jay-Z. But there was, like, the, was it Rashad, but there was like Tyrone. One white guy in the whole thing. I, for some reason, I always think it's Jake I Shield. Think Jake came here for a while. Yeah. He stayed here a lot. Right? He was. He was here for when it was at yeah. level five. Like, I think he was here a lot because he's still friends with George. With yeah. Henry. That'd be cool. It'd be, a, it'd be a cool just kind of like full circle, especially for all that. All right. Well, we should probably wrap it up. We've been uh, we've been doing this for a while, and you got to get ready to go train. So, thank you again for doing this. We got to do this Always another cool. time. We'll we'll try and head out to to another uh, gym. Uh, maybe we'll do this at uh, at Temple or uh, at Hard Knocks or something like that. It'd be cool if we could do it at Cyborgs, and then have you and Cyborg sit down. Man, this place is nice, bro. I haven't seen the new place. Bro. All I hear is like crazy. I saw bro, the photos. If you're from the Miami area, that's a place to train. Very yeah. nice place. If you're more in the bulk area, <laughs> come with, train with me at Combat Club. But if you're in the Miami area, bro, yeah. that's a place to train. A lot of high-level guys. The facility, bro. It looks so nice. Beautiful, bro. He has a lounge, like, upstairs. He has a daycare. Full mat. Yeah. So big mats. They have bags. They have a lot of things, like... Daniel was there teaching. Cyborg was traveling, <laughs> doing seminars. Yeah. But, bro, great facility, bro. Very yeah. Nice. Well, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to shoot him a, a message and see if he'd be uh, if he'd be down to do it. Uh, people want to follow you. Where can they check you out? What is it? Gilbert underscore Burns? Gilbert underscore Burns on Instagram and Twitter, Gilbert Durinho. Facebook, Gilbert Durinho Burns. And then the website. Don't forget the website. GilbertBurnish.com, bro. All right. I was about to say, uh, we put enough work into it. Be sure, guys, to follow Gilbert. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Bruna. What's Bruna's? I always forget Bruna's. Uh, Bruna it's Burns. It's just Bruna Burns, I right? Think it's a Bruna Burns or Bruna Burns PJJ. Everybody follow Bruna on Instagram and then uh, beg her to put some recipes or something. Post them on Instagram. She's an awesome cook. Um, thank you guys very much uh, for tuning in. And thank you to to the boys for keeping relatively quiet to the whole thing. These two are hilarious. Guys, follow Gilbert, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bursa.